on this week's Off the Back Fence NFL Conference Championship Sunday. We're going to dive into both NFC and AFC Championship games, which has provided us with an absolute doozy of a Super Bowl in two weeks' time. We talk a little Conor McGregor and where he's at after losing over the weekend in UFC. EPL, FA Cup, Liverpool's floundering, Tottenham's on the up, and a six-pack of chocolate. So stick around and enjoy the show. All right, all right. Welcome to Off the Back Fence, your weekly sports podcast by 2.30-somethings that love talking sport. Uh, I'm your host, Was, Alongside me, as always, my co-host, Coombsy. Coombsy, mate, how are we doing this week? We're good. I'm feeling a bit better after a week of processing the Indian Test Series loss. But yeah, looking forward to getting closer and closer to the rugby league season, which is what we love to talk about. Yeah, 100%, mate. Um, my sunburn subsided. The blisters are starting to disappear and I'm starting to peel. So that that's the remnants broken, of love. Bro- and the broken heart's healing. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't apologize for last week. I apologize about the comment I made about Mitchell Stark, but I still, still don't apologize for calling him a passenger. No, I, I, I'm still sticking with that. He was, but... It's neither here nor there, mate. Cricket, the test series is over now, so we can't really like hang on that for another week. But we had one hell of a weekend of sport. We've got a lot to talk about this week, which like we were both talking about this earlier that we're ready to go tonight. We're ready to have a yarn. So we'll probably dive into the, the biggest talking points of the weekend, the NFL Conference Championship weekend in the uh, for the AFC and the NFC. Which game do you want to start with, mate? Because both were absolute crackers. Let's start with the AFC and then we'll roll into the GOAT chat. Yeah, righto. So, AFC, Kansas City Chiefs 38, the Buffalo Bills 24. Uh, This is back-to-back AFC championships for the Chiefs. You can't beat them. I don't care what you say in the next game. You're not going to beat them in the Super Bowl. They were unbelievable oh. against the Bills. They were good. Like, the Bills looked like they were up for a fight in the first quarter. But Kansas, I think, finally turned up for the first game, this first time this season, which is scary to see in the posted to an AFC championship by just playing 75% of a game. Yeah, it was... Uh, foot to the floor, like foot to throat. Like they just went for the kill all game. Like we talked about it last week, they hadn't flicked the switch, so to speak. Like they did a good. Like they've always done halves of decent football, which got them over the line to get them to what was it thirteen and two, or twelve and two, or whatever, whatever the whatever the record was. But yesterday was just full noise the whole game and that showed like Mahomes threw 29 for 38 for 325 three TDs no interceptions Tyreek Hill's a goddamn cheat Cody went for 9 of 11 so 9 receptions for 172 didn't have a touchdown Travis Kelsey got two touchdowns 118 yards Jesus like that's 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 like Jürgen, like to be honest it was like Jurgen Klopp's like playing Madden yeah it's, it's, Matt, it's Madden like, after Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, they had a bloke by the name of Byron Pringle, who I've never heard of before, who was the next most at 22 yards. Like, they ha- they basically had two options of receiving, and they still rolled the Bills. Um, 
not much else to say. Like credit to Kansas City, they've been unbelievable the last couple of years. Obviously, the only hiccup would be losing to the New England Patriots back two years ago in the AFC Championship. But it's been full guns blazing. They've got their quarterback for the for his lifetime over the next nine or ten years. Like Bills, though, there's a lot of positives to come out of this team. Like they they've finally found the wide receiver for Josh Allen's rocket arm. Um. Stefan Diggs was the number one receiver in my eyes besides Devontae Adams all year. So plenty of upside for the Bills. Like They've got a fantastic defensive unit. They've got a great coaching staff. I think they've got picks in the draft too. I think with a few deals that they've come through with, I think they've got a few picks. But yeah, anything anything that's stood out for you, mate? Um, the Bills are just going to – I think the Bills, they're going to keep like, – it all depends on what happens in New, uh, in New England in the um, off-season with how the Bills progress through the AFC East. You're still sitting the, on that. <laughs> nah, because a lot of the Patriots sat out. A lot of the defense in the Patriots sat out. Very true. Um, yeah, so I, like it's very hard to say uh, did the Bills progress, but I think they are. It's going to be a lot tighter from now on. Yeah. I, and think-, I think the Patriots are going to throw some money. I reckon... There's a good chance they'll pick up Stafford. That yeah, that's we'll get onto that after I reckon. But there's a lot of decent quarterbacks that have been like put up for trade oh, no. in the offseason. Aaron yeah. Rodgers. <laughs> no, I don't think that's true, Christ. Um, one big thing for Buffalo though, I know they've got Devin Singletary, but their biggest rusher yesterday was Josh Allen. So he did it with both his arm and his legs. He rushed for 88 yards, like. I think that's a glaring weak spot. Also, shout out Cole Beasley. Do you hear about this? Nah, what are you doing? Broken fibula most of the playoffs. He basically took... Yeah, broken fibula, like a fractured fibula or tibula or something. And he played on like that for the last couple of weeks of the season. He just said, man up, take the meds and keep going. I was like, Jesus Christ. Also can rap. Fun fact. Ooh, white boy, a little bit of Eminem. Oh, I, I haven't listened to it, but it does keep popping up every so often. But um, I think that's something that the Bills do have to look at. Probably a rushing game. Like Devin Singletary only rushed for 17 yards yesterday. He only had six carries. That, there's not much there. So that might be something to look forward to in the future. But congratulations to the Bills getting all the way to the conference finals. It would have been a different story if they had the year they had and lost first round to the, the Colts in the Super Wildcard weekend. Uh, but yeah, Chiefs to the Super Bowl again. Um, they win potential dynasty on the horizon. But it's looking like it. But we play; they play in the goat. Uh, so you're alluding to obviously NFC Green Bay twenty six, Tampa Bay thirty one. I saw the first half to this, and I was thinking, oh shit. Tom Brady is just going to wipe the floor with the Packers. Rodgers is just going to go into his shell, which luckily... Yeah, to seven. Yeah, for him personally. <laughs> just just ridiculous. But he didn't he didn't have his best game either. Like three, tu- three touchdowns, three interceptions, 280 yards of 20, 20 completions. Um, what can I say, though? He's got a hell of a receiving call. Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, Chris Godwin. Like, the, gro- the gr- Gronk. So I so there was a quite exuberant multi going on for yesterday, and I had Gronk at fifty to get fifteen yards receiving, and the prick rattles off 
uh, do or die third and fourteenth thing and gets um, twenty nine yards. His only his only carry. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, Brady will go to the man, the many trusts over and over again. Yeah, he he will, and like he loves Antonio Brown. He didn't feature in this game by the look of it. Man, it's been a fantastic year for the Bucks. Like absolute bounce back year. Picking up Tom Brady, picking up AB Gronk, and then and picking up Leonard Fournette. I think that's been one of the biggest ones on the offseason going from the Jags to the Bucks. Like, he's a four, fourth pick in the draft, so he's no slouch. Yeah, I think he's start. I think everyone's starting to see the um. What do you say? Like how good he is now. He's playing in the right system. He's got an offensive line, able to create holes for him. Yeah. I don't know. And Brady was throwing long bombs again. Like, he's 43 fucking years old. Like, he's still... It's it's goddamn ridiculous. The touchdown they got just before the halftime with eight seconds ago, Brady just launches it long like he's 21 again. Yeah, to Scotty Miller. Like, Scotty Miller has been one of the picks of, like, um, like unheralded kind of players in the playoffs. Like, he's been doing some work. Like, he only had two receptions in this game, and he's one of them was a touchdown. He, yeah, he's basically the new Julian Edelman. That's right. Um, but, yeah, the Bucks roll, 31-26. They have the, the first home final for a Super Bowl for a home team. I find yeah. that, I find that baffling, seeing there's 54 of these beforehand. I, I, yeah, and you've got, you've got to look at, like... So the conversation for the last 24 hours is him and LeBron are the first athletes in the last 30 years to make two, 10 championships in their career. Yeah. Like, I think you look at LeBron, I think Brady's outweighs it. There's more parity in the NFL than there is in NBA. Definitely. You can't go about creating a super team. And like, well, Tom's now into season 19. Yeah. So... Tick over 40, 50% of his career, he's made the final dance, which at a good winning rate, like it's very hard. Like, well, have a, who is it? Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees have only made one, one NFC championship. Yeah, which is bad. Like, that was also got the, the hot tip going into his um, Green Bay's in the Rogers era, first NFC championship at Green Bay, which is all the years they've actually been incredible and like looked like they're going to roll. They still haven't been able to host an NFC final. Yeah. Also, also the frozen tundra was also the thawed tundra. Tundra. It still looked cold. It was minus three. It's that's cold. I don't give a shit. It's cold. Yeah, like what pissed me off is I was expecting snow. Yeah, you bet the under. I bet you. No, I bet the over. Oh, you bet the un- you bet the under in the passing yards. Yeah, no, I was expecting. Yeah, it was weird of me to say over in points and under in yards. That's just a dumb move on it my part. Don't work, but um, no, like my dumb brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, this, is, this is my brain. This is my brain on drugs. Yeah, that basically. Look, <laughs> I, look, I was going. Oh, I had a lot on my mind that day. I had starting a new job. Everything was coming into play. I didn't know what I was doing. Plus, I was betting also into NBA, into that multi. It was stupid. Um, but, yeah, so what I got out of the game was Green Bay, like Tom Brady threw away the game, which he won't have a chance to against Kansas. Yeah. Throwing three picks. And Green Bay getting four shots at the um, Bucks. Yeah. 
um, red zone and not get in. And then Aaron Rodgers having the chance on third and something to run it through. Um, he had he had no one around him for nearly twenty meters. Yeah, and he uh, had eight yards out from the t- t- the line. I don't think a defensive back can cover. 20 metres in split seconds. Yeah, there was a lot of talk about that too. Um, after the game, Matt LaFleur, the Green Bay coach, was saying, oh, we were just trusting our processes and that. And like, there was a lot of dumb like coaching calls throughout this playoff so far, like whether it be field goals or going for it on fourth and two or whatever, depending on the type of game. I don't know whether it was a business decision by Rogers. Like, Bro- Rogers is getting on, but he's not like sl- a slouch either. So I don't know. <sighs> But also, the fact that Tom Brady threw two back-to-back picks and the Packers went six plays, two punts, like they couldn't get a first down to actually yeah. give a, give them the shot to get within striking distance. And then to the floor thinking that Brady wasn't going to get turned. Brady is the, as everyone said, Brady is the king of the two-minute drill. Oh, he he just... He's, he's undefeated. Right. Yeah, he is. I don't know. Like it was just, a, it was just a weird outcome. It's a weird ending for the Packers season. Like they've been so good all year. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just a very weird ending. Like I, I expected the Bucks to put up a heap of a fight throughout the playoffs. I did not expect them to beat the Packers. So this is a bit unexpected for me, anyway. But either way, congrats to the the Buccaneers. Their first Super Bowl since two thousand and one, I think it was, and the only one they've been to which they won. Um, I think that was Kurt Warner. I can't remember either way. So we have Super Bowl in two weeks' time. We've got Chiefs, basically Chiefs at Buccaneers. Bucks have the home field advantage, being at uh, their home stadium. Uh, the line is three point three points favorites for the Kansas City Chiefs. The over under is fifty six and a half points. So being down in Tampa. Um, Fast field, fast track. I'm expecting a lot of points, especially with the the talk is obviously the goat of all the the current goat versus the future goat with Brady against Mahomes. It's too early to be saying that. Like a lot of people are talking about it, but that Kansas team is stacked defensively. It's yeah. been more stacked than Brady. I think Brady ever had the chance in New England, even in the early dynasty. The only time Brady had a decent Thing you'd probably look back at, say, in the seat 2007 when they fell one short from having the perfect season because they had Randy Moss, Dante Stallworth, and all that. Yeah, that's right. What if I was to tell you with that three point head start, they lost their left tackle to an Achilles injury? To, uh, I think it was yesterday. Eric Fisher, their um, number one draft pick from 2012 or 13. Yeah, no, the Chiefs. So the insurance policy Ooh. for Mahomes. So Ooh. he, yeah. See, that's that's just the Pierre Paul. Um, Pierre Paul's. He's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, that, that defensive core for the Bucks has been lighting it up throughout the playoffs too. Oh, JPP, Nadomik and Sue. I've got it right this week. Nadomik and Sue, uh, Vita Vey. My far away. But yeah, so it was confirmed that uh, Eric Fisher, he has done his Achilles. So that left tackle spot is now a bit of a weak spot for the Chiefs. But at the same time, Mahomes has, he's got that pocket presence like no other. He's moxie. 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 He's mox
I don't know. I'm still I'm I'm still going the Chiefs. Like I saw it yesterday. They flicked the switch. They've like oh, they, no, they, they go, go on. No, you go, mate. Uh, like Mahomes is going to get lit up when he leaves the pocket one time. Do you he reckon it's in this game though? Yet. He's not going well, to get. He, di- no. There's the day he gets lit lit up. He changes as a quarterback. He won't be running around scrambling as much. I can see that happening in probably five years' time. At the moment, I reckon he's just going to be one of the like he's going to be just going for it. Like his body can take it. Like he did, the turf toe apparently did affect him, but I couldn't see that. Like he was moving around. Like he's making throws, ridiculous throws, and they're connecting all the time. But I always say it's one of my favorite sayings: is speed kills, and they've got plenty of it. Travis Kelsey is like an extra wide receiver, but he's a built like a brick shit house. Like Kelsey's coming against the goat though of uh-huh. the TEs. Gronk is like Go, Gronk, Gronk just wants to truck. Gronk just wants to truck stick people, and then um, Carlos Bray, the other one. Oh, you mean Cameron? Cameron Bray, yeah. Carlos, Carlos, you, 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 Carlos Braithwaite, the cricketer. Yeah, I think it's Adam. <laughs> 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 yeah, good. Um, Great. Um, yeah. That's so good. Oh, this is why we'll never get a professional contract. <laughs> well, you never know. People might like, like, we got Moxie. We can do it. Um, well, I reckon we'll get more into it next week with the Super Bowl, but like early doors for me will be the Chiefs. I reckon the Chiefs have just got it. Oh, I'm going Brady. I might even go buy myself a Bucks jersey. All aboard, all aboard the Brady train. All you bloody New England supporters who are following Tom Brady, God, go away. Like, Stay away to seven. You've got to admit it. I I agree. Like he's He's been the best quarterback besides Peyton Manning in the last 20 years. Easily. So, you know... I'm still going to go Chiefs. I've given them the points. I reckon it's going to be over. It's going to be a points fest regardless. Like both teams will hit, I reckon, over 30 points each. So there's... Oh, it's, it's going to be Tampa. There's going to be crowds. The pirate ship's going to be somewhat filled with first responders. Yeah. Uh, Kate, oh, is it? Miley Cyrus is doing a concert for them. It's going to be electric. Yeah. The weekend's uh, halftime. Yeah. TikTokers will be all out. Patrick Mahomes' idiot brother will be doing stupid TikToks. Fantastic. We might dive a bit more into a few prop bets and, and like what we actually think. Giving like let it settle in after the championship conference, uh, yep. championship conference round or conference championship round or whatever you like to call it's it. E- we'll- it's even money for heads or tails to pick it at the moment. Dollar eighty eight. I don't know how that works. No, like, I don't know how you get a dollar eighty eight each side. It should be just flat two dollars. It really yet again. Yeah, yet again, but. Before we dive on to anything else, obviously we did allude into a bit of quarterback talk. So Detroit signed a new coach. They've signed a new coaching staff, but has also brought to the attention that Matt Stafford has been put on the trading block. He like, They've mutually agreed to put him on the trading block. For the Stafford, I personally think it's a great move because he is an incredible QB who's just been in the wrong team for all his, all his career. Um, another one that is on the outer, by the sounds of it, is Deshaun Watson of the Texans. Oh, he's, he's not going back. There's um, no, ch- there's no chance of that. He put down New England. Oh no, he's put down New York and Miami. So it looks like Tua Tagovailoa will be out of Miami. 
Now he's potentially. That now this is now and this is Sam Darnold will be definitely gone if is a possible. Well, if one of those two go to either the Jets or the or the Dolphins, um, oh, definitely. Like, there's teams that would be screaming out for quarterbacks too. Like the Philadelphia Eagles will probably be looking for a QB. Uh, Chicago, uh-huh. Chicago's another one though. You can say Philadelphia is going to stick with Jalen Hurts, but I reckon with Wentz still being there, they could easily pick up someone like. So like I don't know like Donald perhaps Mitch Trubisky could be another option like Mitch Trubisky could be on the outer two at Chicago like Chicago is just Nick Foles is gone as well that was always a that was always that was a, a weird he, yeah he's got mocks he's got more mocks than both of us combined oh hundred percent career out of being just lucky oh hell yeah um. In an ideal sense, I reckon the best scenario would be Watson getting traded for Tour and their first round pick this year to the to the Texans. That would give the Texans the third pick in the draft, which would probably get them maybe Justin Fields from Ohio State who played the championship game. Uh, they could go up for Mac Jones, but the talk for New England was Mac Jones from Alabama going to New England. That's not a bad. That's not a bad shout at sixteen too. And, and and Belichick loves going Belichick. low on that kind of stuff. Yeah. And Belichick is – that'd be a very risky thing because Belichick doesn't like picking in the first round. No, not at all. Uh, so, like, but then, like, watching to the Jets is also a smart move. Like, the Jets would improve also, immensely. Like, I've seen stuff online that Jimmy G is also up for trade. Which I find strange. And then Aaron Rodgers, I think he's trying to talk his way into being traded. He's got another three years on his contract. Like, the, the, the drafting of Jordan Love – in the first round for the pack this year was weird. Yeah. Makes no sense. I don't know. It's just weird. Rogers, like obviously admitted in the press conference, there's a lot of players that are uncertain about their futures, including myself from his mouth. So who knows? Like it, there was all this talk throughout the season that him and LaFleur were on the same page and it could be all media hoopla. So you never know. Um, yeah, but the big ones, obviously, Matt Stafford being put up for trading block. That's fantastic for him. Gets Detroit out of a – like, Detroit's now in a rebuilding phase. Watson is just pissed with the Texans and he, how they've gone about. I think Watson – he wants to have a crack. Oh. He obviously wants a crack. And he, he's a top five quarterback in a losing side every year. Yeah. So and it's a shame, like, J.J. Watt has probably wasted a foot uh, – a career where we would have got multiple Super Bowls if he did what most offensive backs do and chase. Yeah, exactly right. But little guy, but I honestly, this honestly could push him over the edge. Also, that's another big talking point. Like he could be wanting to get traded too, which is which would be an incredible pickup for any side. Not only because really? like because he's like he's physically on the down decline. I feel, yeah. but that leadership and that. He's- that determination, motivation, yeah. everything. He's just... I think the scenery will help. Because when is the old Black Monday for the NFL? Has it been or is it is it after the Super Bowl? I'm pretty sure it's after Super Bowl. I think there's a... Yeah, yeah oh, I think there's... When contracts, yeah, it's when contracts... Because Super Bowl's... That's it for the season. They can't do anything. So that's when the Black Monday is. Yeah. All right, so enough NFL talk anyway, mate. I think we'll we'll dive into the Super Bowl a bit more next week. We'll we'll have a week to look at some props and whatnot and see what we like. Conor McGregor. Woo! What Hot. the fuck happened? Uh, uh, <laughs> Is he hungry anymore? 
Oh, he's he's chasing paychecks, I think. Um, I think he's not hungry anymore. You take that long out of the fight game, he's only, what, four, four fights and... Three. Three and three, three I think. Three, three and years, three years. Three, yes. Yeah, he's, when 2018, he lost to Khabib. 2019, he had a rebreather. Last year, he fought Cowboy in January. So it is three and four, sorry. Yeah. And then, and then obviously he came back on Sunday just past here in Australia and got towed up by Dustin Poirier. But he wants to come back. He I, does he, want another crack at it. Yeah, you've, I think from what you see, I don't think he's using the same people. He's not around the same people that made him who he no. was. And I, don't, I just think the hunger's there. I th- yeah, I, I feel agree with that too. He was saying all week leading up to the fight, he had a great training training camp in Portugal, which is obviously not a place usual MMA fighters would go to train. Obviously, because there was um, lower COVID things. So that's like, I think it, I'll call it now. He'll beat Dustin Poirier in um, for the, the trilogy. trilogy. That's yeah. if he get that. He wants the trilogy to happen if it's a lightweight title fight, though. So, I wants it in May. Yeah, which is very cl- which is only a couple of months, which would be good. He also wants Nick Diaz for the trilogy, which which would be electric okay. regardless. That's, that. what, that's the fight he wants. I think if he gets that, there could be the chance Connor, because there's now a mutual respect between both Diaz and McGregor. Yeah. Oh, definitely, and that's that's all good. But and that that's probably if you did you see the posts after it where they were both chatting to each other. Which, there was the uh, Connor saying, um, Dustin saying, "Hey, mad respect, man," and then Connor's just gone, "Yep, you've you've come back hungry. You deserve that." That's that's showing Connor McGregor's now. It's got a bit of humility about him. He's starting to maybe mature. Yeah. Well, that well, that's the thing, and obviously a parting shot after the like because Dustin Poirier killed him with the leg kick, obviously broken leg apparently. But obviously another shot came from Khabib after saying, "This is what happened when you change your team, leave the sparring partners who made you a champion, and sparring with little kids far away from reality." Like the bloke said that he was retired. Oh, he's that, he wants it, but He'll, that he he, 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 he but that's the thing. I don't know how much Khabib would want to like have his heart into it because obviously the passing of his father, who was his trainer, that was a big motivation for him to finish up on a high and just leave it. So there was meetings nah, with there I, was me- meetings with Dana. There was closed door meetings. So who knows what's going to happen? I want to call it Connor beats Dustin for the trilogy. Sure. Connor Connor has another fight with Diaz. Right. And then the the fight that both of them will walk away on is Khabib Connor too, right? Because Connor uh, loses number two, he's not coming back. Oh, hundred percent. Like I, I honestly don't know how you come and back Khabib from Khabib. Loses, then maybe there's a chance for trilogy Tr- Tr- that- to happen. No, nah, I think if he be if that ever happens. I think if he beats Khabib, which I, ve- I I highly doubt because Khabib's just an absolute freak and an animal. Oh, mate, I saw videos of him training for to play. Amateur soccer by running in um, sand dunes and boots. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. That's man. That's a whole different kind of beast. Yeah. Oh, Russian oh, bears. Russian machine don't break, mate. Oh, mate. <laughs> I love to have some of that Russian ball out in me. <laughs> a bit of that Russian gas. Um, yeah. So yeah, a bit unexpected to be fair. Like it was talked of McGregor coming back better than ever, but he got tailed up. He, he controlled the fight in the first, and then within about two to five seconds, Poirier hit him with a few clean hits, and he was out. So that's the fight game, and that's what it is. On another note, um, Kiwi Dan Hooker he lost also, 
uh, in the co-main event, which was a bit of a shame because he was rising up the ranks. So a bit of a bit unlucky there. Right now, a bit um, of a bit of a sore topic oh, for you, or you got something? I've got no, I've got another one. Um, yeah, so we're still talking fighting, bit of, bit of left field, bit of Nathan Kerm's brain activity going on. Have you seen the NHL fights? They've got there's nearly a fight a game here in the NHL this season. I haven't picked it. Like, I, I, I tell a lie. I haven't been watching my daily highlights like I should be because I love the hockey. Um, the hockey is flipping back and full swing if you haven't paid attention to it. But, yeah, is there, is there fights everywhere, is there? Oh, because this year, because of COVID travel restrictions, each division set up. They play each other between nine and ten times. And there's ga- – so tomorrow morning's game against um, Calgary versus – Toronto, I bet you Matthew Chuck has to answer the gloves in the first minute. Drop his <laughs> knee and skate into the back of uh, Jake, Jake Campbell on the end of Monday's game. And there's been fights like hockey. Best thing, if, if you want to find out, hockey fights on Instagram, they'll just every fight. There's been a couple <laughs> of barnstormers, guys just calling each other out in warm-ups, pre-organizing fights. They're, it's the unwritten rule of hockey. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. It's sort of what makes hockey the, the what game, it is. Game, um, oh, what is it? Oh, I'm trying to think. The th- same. Um, the the game. Um, oh, gone blank. The law. The players um, enforce the laws themselves. It's a oh. self-enforcing um, law. Yeah, definitely. Like they'll. There's, you're, there's, held ac- you're held accountable for they, everything they, you got for ice. Yeah. Oh, 100%. As soon as you step on the ice, it's all fair game in a way. But if you overstep an unwritten rule, then there's hell to pay, definitely. And some of those blokes are just absolute fucking Great animals. Great Docco Ice Guardians, if anyone wants to see it. Yeah, that's still on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Now, I was going to touch on a bit of a sore point for you. EPL Liverpool. FA Cup. Let's talk Liverpool, mate. I know you've been dodging it. Oh, just like a... I still couldn't die happy that we won, but it's like this is what's going to happen when you don't have fit centre backs in a club. Sure. Okay. But the play, there is precedent with Jurgen Klopp's training methods because it's so heavy metal, full pace football, there's burnout. And you can start to see it after the last two years, you're starting to see burnout. Yeah, no, I'm starting to. I, I'm agreeing with that. Uh, are you agreeing that Tiago is the problem? Tiago. <laughs> was it two two draws, three losses, and he's only five games, which has been the last five, and he's been starting. He's, I, he is the key for Liverpool to evolve their game. Okay. Because Ike Google, Google uh, and who played for but. Borussia Dortmund, and then now for Man City, he was the Thiago for Klopp. Yeah, true. So he's just got to fit because oh, it's very hard to play a game when you don't have natural centre backs. Oh yeah. It, people think the centre midfielders dictate the game. No, the centre the centre backs in a game of soccer are the most key for players. They see the whole game, they dictate the terms, and they dic- they actually pick the tempo up when they want. Yeah. No, you're right. I agree with that fully. Big game tomorrow morning, but Tottenham. Uh, like Friday morning. 
No, no, it's fine, Ronnie. Are you sure? Twenty. I'm looking at the schedule right now, mate. Thursday morning. Thursday Friday. I'm looking out. This is this is the problem with us. I don't know if these are these are correct. Ah, but this Friday is, morning, yeah, Friday yeah, morning. I was yeah. going to say Friday morning, six oh, o'clock. Shit, that's an early turnaround for the boys. <laughs> win, I, I'm probably not even confident of winning that. Yeah, and well, we lost can... to fucking Burnley at home. What yeah, the fuck? yeah, that was a game you were very, very that confident. That was a game was. we were belting the shit. We were. I I looked at halftime. We had eighteen corners and thirteen shots. And you still no, eight didn't... corners and thirteen shots. And you we still couldn't get that one. Living shit out of them. <laughs> As we lost the impossible game, and that's what you say. It's a funny old game, football. It is. So yeah, Spurs Liverpool Friday. That's our big thing. So I'm looking forward to that. I don't know of the I, result because we've just like I'm not putting a bet, a bet on. I still owe you too well, many. The way, the, the way the way it's going, you're just going to end up paying either A for my engagement party when when I get engaged, <laughs> or, <laughs> or you're just going to surpro- turn up to the Bucks party. Hey boys. Was has got the beer covered? Yeah, probably not rolling. Like I, I had a fantastic run in the UK with a bloke um, in the pub over there. He was a massive United supporter. Anytime we played each other, I was always winning. So I'm still up on that, but I have had not a good run against you. Um, but yeah, we got you Friday, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, move on to the other side of it, the FA Cup. Now, you played out a pretty thrilling tie oh, against Man United. Yeah, the only benefit I saw from that was Thiago was fitting in. The attack was starting to go, but fuck. United are moxie. I'm going to say this. I don't give a shit what anyone says. United are lucky at the moment. Right. It's, the title's going to come down to two teams. City, Liverpool. Liverpool City, will snap out sooner later, like City does. Yeah. City are on their run now. So Liverpool will have a snap. They will snap out of this quickly. And then... What, only six points off the lead? That's not much. United are going to fall apart soon. Right. All right. I'll hold you to that one. Uh, Leicester's still frisky. Tottenham's still frisky. I love, I love Leicester. I do too. I, I love them ever since they won the title when I was in the UK. Oh. That was just a magic, magical time. The, like The former owner before he died, RIP, he was just a level. He bought every player, like a, I think a Rolls-Royce or a Bentley, something he, like yeah. He he did a lot for that club, like to get them from League One through the Championship into the Prem, and obviously getting them yeah. like picking a manager and like Claudio Renari uh, or whatever his name was, I like, like Nigolo Kante, Jamie Vardy paid. I think Jamie Vardy they paid like one million pounds, and people are like, oh, why have you? This won't end well. Well, that oh. te- that that tweet fucking aged horribly. Yeah, like he's one of the top leading English scorers in the Premier League history now, which is ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's just behind, um, Al- it'll be behind Alan Shearer. Yeah, or also behind Harry Kane, mate. Uh, um, but yeah, FA Cup side of things, uh, we had a good win against Wickham this morning. We were down 1-0, oh, actually. We the fucking easiest games. Well, this um, is <laughs> Everton get Chelsea at Lutton Town. Why the fuck do we every time we have cup games... We get the fucking hot Premier League game. Just go, hey, boys, all Premier League teams, you take on the fucking third-grade clubs. To be honest, like, I'm looking at the round of 16 now. Like the, I think, yeah, round of 16. It's Burnley plays the winner of Bournemouth, who's now a championship team, or Crawley Town, which I'm pretty sure is League Horse One. Shit. You got, Horse <laughs> shit. 
United, West Ham, Sheffield United, Bristol, Wolverhampton versus Southampton, Barnsley, Chelsea. Chelsea getting Barnsley is a bit of a fucking jip. Oh, mate. Chelsea get fucking catered to. No one of those pricks keep winning trophies. I reckon Ole Bramovich is a slide a couple of mil every year. Oh, yeah. FA, you guys need new office chairs? Here you go. couple of mil. Yeah, we've got Everton, which I'm, I'm I'm excited for that one. They had a pretty good win. Swansea yeah, versus yeah. Man City, Leicester City and Brighton. So that's the round of 16 for the FA Cup. So no Liverpool in the FA Cup. We've still got a Carabao Cup final to come for us too. Right. <laughs> I don't, we still I don't, have Champions League, are you? Oh, shut up. Ah, no, <laughs> the greatest thing that happens on Val- around Valentine's Day every year. Now Champions another football back. Yeah. <laughs> we should should also touch on too che- um, with Chelsea too. They've just sacked Frank Lampard after fifty seven yeah. games. Now, what's your thoughts on this? Well, I it's a re- results driven competition, and you spend three hundred and fifty million pounds, you expect to be challenging for a title. You've wasted record amount on a keeper. You brought another keeper in a year later. You've spent more money on defence. You've stepped on money in defence with um, City. You've spent on Timo Werner, which they Christ Liverpool did to pay for now. And nine goals in 16 games. I don't know, less than nine goals in um, six, uh, more than 16 it, games. Yeah. And it's it's just like you yeah. paid 100 mil for Kai Haver to have one decent year in the Bundesliga. It's, this is the problem with Chelsea. They go out and just buy the player who had the greatest season year before. It's soccer is purely a system sport. I could look good in certain teams. I could look good, great in certain teams, but then I go play in a whole new fo- style of football for something. I look like a fucking Muppet. Yeah. No, look, because obviously the biggest talking point with uh, the Premier League is completely different to the Spanish League. It's different to the German League. Like, it's a different style of play. So... I get your talking points with that now. I'll, I'll correct you too with Kepa being the most expensive keeper. He was brought in under, I think it was not Conte, but it was someone else. Oh, so yeah. yeah Ari, the, oh, the cigarette smoker. Yeah, sorry. Maurizio, sorry. He lasted 38 <laughs> the man games. The man who got banned from smoking cigarettes on the sideline. Oh, fuck me. But yeah, like he brought in Kepa, but obviously bringing in another keeper, like that was the AX keeper I'm pretty sure he's brought in, who, who to be fair, is a fantastic pickup. But that was all, like you said, so that's the problem with Chelsea, just buying up and no results. Uh, he, Frank Lampard lasted 57 games, which was surprising to me. I didn't realize he'd been around that long. Um, he was not the lo- he's not the shortest tenured key like tenured like coach either. Like there's Gus Hinnink who coached the Socceroos. He had 34 games and had a points per take, game. He, he was, was caretaker. A, um, caretaker. But then, the but one then you've you'd all- probably be looking at is Rafa. Rafa Benitez. Um, he lasted 20. He Adam lasted. Brand. Lasted tw- yeah, Avram Grant lasted thirty two games for two, but Avram Grant also had the best points per game at two point three one. Um, Luis Felipe Scolari, twenty five games, twenty five at one point nine six. So like Lampard had fifty seven games and he was only getting one point six seven. He's the lowest based on ki- like this is this is all stats from all like uh, managers since Roman Abrahimovic took over Chelsea. There's no minimum of games. So with Frank Lampard, he had a lot more time than, say, Andre Villaboas, Rafa, Luis, Avram. Like, it's all these things. So I don't know. Like, I th- 
I think that you need for, for like for football or any type of thing, rugby league. I think you need at least a year and a half to actually get what you're going. But when you're spending that much money, you don't you don't get that time. Like rugby league, you get lucky because like you have a salary cap, you have a bit of development. The problem is the Premier League; it's results bit driven. Yeah. Oh, exactly. And you got such a short time frame, especially with the other competitions that are about to. So. Yeah, by the sounds of it, Thomas Tuchel, um, the form, he was the former PSG yes, coach. Yeah. So he's been ta- he's been he's been touted as a uh, replacement for Lampard. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with Chelsea. Like they were uh, like a couple of weeks ago, just going out and before the new year, they were leading oh, the comp. So they were gonna win if you listen to some Muppet. So um, if you listen to Luke Alderson, who I used to play with, who would oh. If Frank Lampard pissed on his shoulder, he'd think it'd be rain. <laughs> jeez. That's how I describe it. Oh, jeez. But, yeah, that's – man, we've covered a fair bit tonight. We're going to go a bit uh, – we were prepared with uh, – we, what was it, uselessness last week? With the six-pack this week. Now, we were tossing up – we might keep it a little bit casual until we get into the sports side of things. And it's only just popped into my head and – the only reason I bring it up is because Christmas is over close to, like now it's over a month over and I've still got chocolate left over in the fridge from chocolate which is good so I'm pretty I lucky I've got pat of ice cream oh that's the, nice the, not, the non-dairy so, so it's not real ice cream then uh, no yeah. boy. <laughs> so <laughs> so we thought tonight uh, for the six pack favorite chocolate Bit of a nice casual one to lead us off. Not much preparedness. We, one. Yeah, well, we like we we talked about it. We could go on like for favorite condiments or six pack of like ice creams you buy from the servo or shit like that. Like something to keep it light. It's a bit of fun, uh, mate. Would you want to do the honors to lead us off? Okay, I'll go first. I'm gonna go Kit Kat. That's a good choice. I agree. Right. My first pick is. Fruit and nut block. Cadbury fruit and nut. Could probably eat one of those in a full sitting. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go my next one would be the snack. Say that again. Cadbury block snack. Cadbury block snack. It's got the um, caramello, Turkish delight, coconut, pineapple, strawberry, and orange fillings. Right. Oh, radio. No, no, can't say I've ever had that one. My second one would be the Marvelous Creations with the popping candy and the jellies. Oh, <laughs> Got oh. him. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that's, oh that's delicious. Um, okay, so you got that. I'm going to go, <laughs> fuck. Fuck. Oh, I'm going to go, it, it's, it's the same chocolate bar. Um Crunchy and Crunchy's Nestle cousin. Violet Crumble? Oh, yeah. You suck. That was my next one. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, no, very good. I would probably rate the Violet Crumble over the Crunchy, to be honest. It's the same fucking thing. No, it's, no, it's not. No, no, I'm not, I won't hear another word out of it. Um, my third pick then will be Crunch. Crunch Bar. 
It's like it's chocolate oh, I think with like, rice. It looks yeah. like a cardboard like thing and oh it's always in a smoker vending machine. Yeah, nah, it's up there. Yeah, it's up there, man. Shout out Entourage. That's how I got how I got onto it. It was a big fan in the back day and I've actually been rewatching it and it was in one episode and I've always been hooked on it ever since having it. It's such a great chocolate bar. Number four. I'm gonna go. It's a weird one. I'm gonna go the no, it's not actually weird actually. It's a Mars bar. That's not weird at all. That's a great no, choice. No, I, was, I was thinking the I was gonna say Morrow bar, but I was like, oh, I don't really like Morrow bar. I just say I do so I can eat the extra chocolate. That's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same. It's the kiwi version. Oh, uh, is it? Yeah, that's the kiwi. It's the kiwi Mars bar. I had the South African one when I was working at my old workplace. My manager brought it in. and I said, "This is basically a Mars bar." She's like, "Yeah, but better." And I was like, "It's the exact <laughs> same." <laughs> It's the what same thing. Violet Crumble Crunchy, you idiot. <laughs> no, Violet Crumble is better than Crunchy, mate. I'll, oh. I'll, I'll stand on that hill. I'll die on that hill. I don't care. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, number four for me, and I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna steal two here, but it's it's chocolate with pretzel pieces in it. So oh, I don't, oh that's just disgusting. No, I don't whole chocolate pretzel. Yeah, that's like it's no, no. Yeah, no. You're so, so there, there's M and M's with pretzels. <laughs> so the M and M's with pretzels is a re- recent release. I've been hooked on those for a long, for basically since they've come out. But Audi does a chocolate block with pretzel pieces. Also, it's just so good, and it's it's yeah. You can, I'm gonna die on that hill. It's fantastic. Okay. Number five. <sighs> Well, you're not yourself. You're not yourself if you don't need a Snickers bar. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's that was probably going to be one on my list somewhere. That's God. Actually, Snickers is a fantastic choice. It's a great golf chocolate bar. Actually, yeah, you're right. That keeps you going, doesn't it? After about the ninth yeah. or tenth hole, doesn't it? When when the drinks cart comes around. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, right. Number five for me. Ah. Uh, Shit. Uh, probably another uh, another chocolate bar. Oh, 12. 12's a fantastic. I'll just. Yeah, yeah, 12. 12's a good. Or either. I think- no. No, I retract that. Sorry. No. Twix. Twix. A biscuit and caramel with a bit of chocolate. That shit goes down real good. Yeah. No, no, I've got my next. Your last one. Six last one. Is Daryl Lee Coconut Rough. Oh, that's very specific. Yeah. Oh, you get that bad boy. Get that bad boy, a bit of glass of milk and dip it in. Um, (laughs) Right. Okay, number six for me. Then I was struggling with that because I thought I had a few, but you've taken a few off me. Think back, think back, Warwick, think back. Did you take caramel? No, God. No, that can be thrown in the bin. Um, Probably another. Well, I've said fruit. I've just actually, to be fair. To be fair. Uh, to be fair. Uh, Lint. Actually, Lint chocolate. Any type of Lint chocolate. Bunny. Bit posh. Bit posh. That's why, that's why the the topic come up because we still got a shit ton of Lint balls in our fridge. I can't do Lint balls. It's just, yeah, nah. Not chocolate. No. It's fancy chocolate. <laughs> no. Give me, give me dairy milk every day of the week. 
Yeah, that that was going to be my seventh pick. Would be just the ordinary Cadbury oh, dairy oh, milk. So we said honorable mention dairy milk chocolate. Oh yeah, that's always on the list. That's always a solid choice, um, regardless. Peppermint chocolate. Peppermint chocolate, right? Okay. Yeah. Be honorable. What's honorable your, what's your what's your stance on cherry ripes? Oh, not a big fan. No, neither. No, coconut and cherry doesn't really work for me. Turkish delight, but oh, oh fuck! That's a fucking. That's that's a bad. That's a bad miss. That's a huge miss. I just remembered that. Yeah, it was a snack. You idiot. Oh no! (laughs) Oh, I completely forgot turkey, and that that actually is really good. Oh, what else? Oh, like just regular M and M's is pretty. Oh no, peanut M and M's is always a good one. That's my go. That's usually my go to if it's not pretzel. So. Not bad. Couple of good, couple of good ones there. Yeah. I'm just, I was trying to think when you brought up Daryl Lee, I completely forgot. Their Rocky Road was always good too. Oh, their Rocky Road's too rich. Too I can't rich. do dark chocolates. Ah, right. Where do you, what, what about white chocolate? The Milky Bar. Oh, Milky Bar. Oh, <laughs> <Ooh, that's enough. laughs> I like white chocolate. I can't say Milky Bar because I just remembered it. Um, Guy I played in soccer with, he's, he was quite pale, Paddy Gorey. Um, called his dick the Milky Bar. No, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the parts are laughing. Uh, I, can't, I can't actually look at a Milky Bar and just go, oh, you fucking <laughs> Milky Bar giggle. Jesus Christ. I think that'll do us, though, for this week, mate. One oh, we can't t- get Marsh back. Uh, right, go on then. He actually has been playing pretty well in the Big Bash. Uh, Sean Edward Marsh. Sutter Swampy, as we call him, the goat, number nine in my heart. Well, this week's trivia, trivia is Sean went to, when Sean was in year two, the teacher asked him, Sean, what are you going to do? And he replied back saying, sir, I want to be the best technically gifted batsman in Australia. And that's just fact. You can put that into the didn't happen of the year awards and we're going to put it in straight away. I'll put that as a clip on Twitter and I'm going to put that straight on. I'm going to be the greatest left-handed batsman since Matthew Hayden. I'm surprised actually I didn't message you about it. I watched highlights of the Renegades game the other day and his first shot was probably one of the better cover drives I've seen all summer. (laughs) If I could get a Pornhub page and just put Sean Marsh (laughs) cover drives on it, I would. <laughs> Four hours of it. Bust, th- bustly white man feeding it through cover, through feeding <laughs> through the covers. <laughs> I'm gonna put that as the episode title. That's good. Uh, I think that'll do us for another week, mate. Thanks again to everybody that's been tuning in. Uh, if you haven't, next, all- next week what we might be scratching the heads of some talk. We might even do a bit of a Royal Rumble recap. We may do that. Gives kick, does kick off on Monday next week, and that's what, technically it a gets- sport. We actually, we could do. I've got some ideas for next week's episode. We should be fine. (laughs) If we come back, (laughs) because that that hasn't been done before. Um, Thanks again to everybody that has been tuning in. If you haven't done so already, go subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We're usually there. Give us a follow. Give us a yarn rating. Review us. Roast us. Tell how good Coombsy's public speaking is getting. It's getting better. Wedding season coming up, guys. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Rule number 76, no excuses, play like a champion. Uh, does, it, does anyone want some um, witty one-liners for their weddings? Maybe. Slightly, yeah. race, 
that I don't know, no slightly non PC jokes. Quite good at it. That's good. <laughs> now, thanks again to everybody that's listening. Uh, we'll be back next week, uh, same time, same place. Uh, say goodbye, Coomsy. See you guys. Thanks again for listening, guys. We'll see you next week.